0: Oh, we're recording. Yeah, we're know. recording. Okay, We're actually doing something now, yes. Okay,
1: cool. Could you tell your neighbors to quiet it down a little bit? <laughs> There's music playing in the background. I don't there know if the, the audiences can hear. I'm but pretty they- sure they can't because we're very close to the mics, as you can see. Okay, the mics aren't going to pick up no. on the back. Okay. No,
0: they're directional. They're going right into our mouth.
1: Aren't you offended that your neighbors had a party and didn't invite you? No. Wait. Aren't you so mad? I, I feel like this is Regina George in Dreamgirls when she's like, "But wait." In Dreamgirls, I love her in Dreamgirls. Did I, did I say Dreamgirls? Yes. and then Mean Girls. When she's like, "But wait, aren't you so mad that I, <laughs> that, I that I told you?" It's or great. she told me, or whatever. <laughs> Clearly, you know, you know everything about this movie. <laughs> she, you know its
0: title. You know what it's all about. I think that's great. And
1: she's like, it was a really bitchy thing to do. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yes, yeah, I
0: guess yes, it, was it was great bitchy, but right. iconic. You please don't read through all of Mean Girls. Listen, we listen. have a podcast to do. We have things to talk about. Things to discuss. I have had a
1: rough week, it's girl. True. I should so be nice. I'm going to be riffing off Mean Girls for the entire I'm glad you're 45 here. I'm plus glad minutes of this it. podcast. Thank you. It's good. Thank you. I think it's good to get out of the house.
0: I feel like you might have been. Home and selling. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think this is a nice change of pace. Thank you so you much know?
1: for caring. You know, it's what I do. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And another week has gone by. We have given our thanks. Yes. It has been a celebratory week. We love celebrations. For some of the week. And Matt Palmer, what did you do? How was your Thanksgiving? My, did you see?
0: Uh, my Thanksgiving was lovely. I, you know, stayed in LA and uh, went to Jackson's family for real Thanksgiving. And then for Friday, Janie, our friend, had us both over for a Friendsgiving. That was lovely. I made a lot of food. I made uh, dresses. Dressing I made, macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh, I
1: forgot your dressing. The leftovers are still in my fridge. I'm going to heat you that up when I get home. You should. I should.
0: That is, the dressing is very good when you rewarm it. I hope you have canned cranberry sauce at home, because if you have real cranberry sauce or no cranberry sauce, neither is acceptable. So oh, okay, well. you've got to do the can. Um, and then what else? I made We made the cheesecake. That actually was more Jackson. And then I made a sweet potato pie. So it was like... We're doing, I, I now know how to do a lot of things that, you know, I grew up having as a young person. And it's nice. It's nice to know that, like, worst case scenario, for whatever reason, I cannot go home for a special holiday. Like, I don't go home for Thanksgiving in general. I am able to bring a little bit of Atlanta with me. It's like how Karen Huger says on Potomac that Surrey is always within her. Atlanta is always within me,
1: you know? Uh, yes, exactly. Like the musical uh, Memphis, how he's like, Memphis lives in me. Oh, does that happen? Yeah, it's I a love song. That. It was written by the same people who wrote Diana. Yes and uh, it has uh, Chad Kimball, who you know we no longer speak of, I guess, in the Broadway community. Wait, what but to him? He's a little uh, anti-masker, uh, anti vaxxer uh, Not <laughs> totally. Okay, it's not evident that he is, but he did have a, a weird post once that was huh. about like I should be able to sing in church because it is my because the church he went to was like no singing during COVID and everything. Well, because and, you don't want to spread the disease. Yeah, and he was he was mad about that. Oh well, sweetie. Yeah, so. It's very questionable Where Chad Kimball stands Okay So uh, But you know What are we gonna do um, But yeah My Thanksgiving was also Very lovely yes. I went to Austin And uh, because my friend Who moved out there Almost a year ago now he, he bought a house out there And so Our friend group We all went and visited him Tuesday we like Saw the capital, Ran around the city And then Wednesday We ran around the city Some more It was really what fun What did you make For Thanksgiving? Thanks. Oh I made Brussels sprouts Oh you did I did something. I did on Thursday uh, I made Brussels sprouts And it was fun Mine was just Brussels sprouts, oil, salt, pepper, a little bit of chili peppers. Did you hate every second of it? I hated every second. But you know, it was easy. I just chopped the Brussels sprouts. I love a good, if I'm cooking a good like mindless task to do, like where it's just like, I'm just chopping these.
0: What's going to happen if you marry a man that does not know how to cook?
1: Uh, I'll have to divorce him (laughs)
0: Okay, that's a good solution I mean, the thing is,
1: you, as you have admitted, can cook Yes, I can So what's... I mean, honestly, I just add Romano cheese to everything And everyone's like, wow, this is amazing people like that People love it, that's the secret to everything Just add Romano cheese and everyone loves it Um, Yeah, but every time I have cooked, it has been a success in some sort of way What'd you do post-Thanksgiving once you got back in LA? Uh, Well, Friday, I uh, got on a plane and slept on the plane Had a yes. lovely little sleep On the plane Yes And as I landed Yes uh, Got devastating news, mm. and now I'll be miserable forever. Uh, <laughs> but then also, like afterwards, I uh, went to Janie's. Yes, right to Janie's. Well, I went home first and cried a little bit, and then went to Janie's where I did not make anything. Uh, <laughs> I just came and
0: ate the well, food. Hey, that's a great Friendsgiving honestly. Yeah, I mean, I
1: already made Brussels sprouts you did. the day before. I'm not, you know, making anything no, else. Like, no, get no, out no, of no. here. Like, a girl's busy. Well,
0: I mean, as you can see, well, not you guys in the audience, but you, Matt Steele. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have put up some Christmas lights we have Christmas lights we have our a tree that I part purchased for our home in the past mm-hmm. and it is now here and it is sitting in a nice spot where you can see it from the outside we have colored lights then on the outside we have like a little bit of a V formation in the front lawn. now that you have
1: a front yard I I, it's beautiful and Thank I love you. how your decision to put the tree there was based on it. can you see it from the outside <laughs> absolutely like is much. there a view of the tree from the windows because
0: don't you want like people walking by to feel joyful and like oh in the Christmas spirit because I I don't
1: want anyone walking by to see into my house at all. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, I guess it would be weird in the apartment... That you're in If someone was walking by Yeah <laughs> That would be weird That's yeah. true yeah. But I think it's nice it, uh, This is you know A neighborhood that has A lot of single family homes A lot of smaller homes People take a little walks With their kids And give them Give them a show give darling them Give them a, some
1: lights Give them a show Right now it's just the lights and Yes And then gradually The ornaments will come It's true I love a gradual Decoration of I the mean, Christmas I mean
0: I love them too But I'm going home On December 15th So it can't be so gradual Okay <laughs> We
1: need to get on it Well then when are you Putting the tree Taking the tree down It can stay
0: up A when little we bit get back after. But I mean ugh, What is what what did uh, Taylor say we keep our can keep our Christmas lights up until January. until January
1: that'll be us I want to say we've had the Christmas tree up when a couple years ago like until like February at one point me and
0: you absolutely I to say not. so I, uh, no I not think until so. February no no that's a lie You've lied to everyone.
1: <laughs> I I want to say this is my memory, and my memory tends to be better than yours. Well, this not about Christmas
0: <laughs> and Christmas lights and where things go and the things that like you didn't actually have to put up or take down. So like maybe yeah. I would remember more. Yeah,
1: I've never helped you put up that no. damn Christmas tree, have I? It's
0: like when we set up for the podcast. You were, yeah. You're just also there. I, se-
1: I I set up these lights you right did, here. You did, and we because I know how to do that. That's true. And you told me today. You look. We're doing new things. We got a new lens. We we do. Like,
0: I mean, we're trying lenses, darling, and the camera's closer than it's been in years.
1: <laughs> exactly. So it's very, very. I mean, the audience can't see this. It's true, but, but it's. We're just giving you the the behind the scenes. The we're, BTS. We're trying new things. Artists always have to evolve yes, and change and true. try new things and not worry about w- what people feel about it. It's true. Just like a certain someone who we'll talk about shortly. Uh, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, before we go into him, I
0: just also want to say other things about our weekend that were really good. I uh, uh, went to Sugarfish, which is a sushi place. Oh
1: money! Did you get a bonus or something? No, it just
0: was it was, night. it was like some of Jackson's, a couple of his cousins, are going to college in California, and so we're like, they wanted to go to Sugarfish because we had mentioned it. and So it's like, yeah, we all went. And then also, uh, I went over to my friend Joe's house, and we played a game that sounds ridiculous and like it wouldn't be fun at all. It's called Overcooked Two on the Switch, okay. and basically, you all are different people working in a kitchen, and it's like, okay, we have to make this plate of sushi, and we need you know the rice to be done, and the rice to be cooked, and the dishes to be washed to like someone to chop up the fish and prepare it so that it can get out and if it doesn't get out quickly enough you lose and I'm like this is the most fun I've ever had.
1: <laughs> it, I kind of like that because it's like every you're all working together. Yes. I guess so. It's like a team it is. thing, and it's I you know I love a role play moment, and yes. I, I hate games. But if it's like sort of like a, a role play sort of type thing where you're like socializing with each other yeah. in some sort of way to work together, I I kind of like that. I was wondering, do you think it would like be too close to home for you? Because not that you
0: work in the kitchen, but you're at a restaurant. Mm. Like, would it be like you know you're working for pleasure? Like, what what would that feel like if you played this game? Do
1: you I think? mean, I'm an excellent multi at the restaurant Oh great So uh, I think I would be good At this game right. You have to be very I, verbal I, Is what I, I learned it's oh, a, I'm It's a verbal. lot about communication I talk way too much As you already know I I'm a Gemini So I'm a great communicator mm. I'm not great with like buttons On okay. the, the the whatever switches Yes it's the, Yeah it's not a lot It's not hard Okay, okay. Because okay. yeah, yeah. whenever I play Like a video game of some sort Which I haven't done In like over a decade girl um, I literally just like Mash all the buttons And hope for the best Well
0: okay You have to try Is the part You have to like Have somebody like Oh you press X At this
1: point Yeah but I get like So excited like when there's a game not excited because i'm not excited to be playing a game (laughs) but like i get so like you know my adrenaline's pumping that i'm just like ah and i can't like concentrate like okay Mm. now i hit x now i hit ac4 or whatever okay well
0: something to work on a game that i can recommend to any switch users out there overcooked too. i'm gonna probably buy it for my own switch because it just was so fun
1: okay so fun this uh, they should be paying us they really should this is
0: literally an ad so um anyways are you are you Emotionally prepared to talk about our first news story and news for idiots? No. Okay.
1: Well. <laughs> I mean, but I will.
0: Stephen Sondheim, the revered and influential uh, composer, lyricist behind some of Broadway's most beloved and celebrated shows, passed away at 91 over the weekend. Our hearts went out to Matt Steele immediately. Matt <laughs> Steele, how did you feel? How did you hear? I'm sorry for your loss.
1: Um, so I, we landed in Los Angeles, and I had just woken up from a nap, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to like get the Uber and get home, you know, <laughs> and everything. And all of a sudden, I had about like 40 text messages from friends, like with just like crying emojis and oh. literally phrases being like, "I love you all so much." <laughs> <laughs> like um, all my musical theater friends like, just being there for each other, and I was just like, "Oh God, who died? <laughs> who died now?" Oh. And I knew it wasn't Angela Lansbury. Like something was telling me it wasn't Angela. My,
0: I love that you're always thinking it could be Angela.
1: It could be Angela. How old is she? She's in her nineties. Okay. okay. Uh, I I want to say she's like ninety one as well, ninety two. Mm. I don't know. Um, but uh, but I was like, no, something's telling me that it's not that. And I'm like, oh, I. I it, let me just check and see who it is. Let me go on Twitter. I went on Twitter, mm. and when I tell you, the entire plane heard the gasp I let out, and Matt Bridges, who I was traveling with, was just like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Like, he probably thought there was, like, a terrorist attack I mean, or something Yeah, he was crazy. nervous on that plane. Oh, like- I have never gasped so hard in my life, oh. and I just covered my eyes for what felt like seven hours. Did you tell Matt Bridges what has happened? I just like showed him my phone, oh. and it probably took him a while to find out what was like trending, and and, and he was just like, "What can I do?" Oh. <laughs> he was just like, "What can I do?" And That's I was just a good like, "Good friend." I, I don't know. It's it's just so crazy because um, he was just at. He was out and about. He right. was making appearances. He was just on. We talked about it on Two Game Mats. He was on the Colbert Report um, a couple months ago, saying yeah. he was working on new material. He was just at the first preview for the Broadway production of Company that mm. reopened two weeks ago. Mm. Um, and and so and he was there and he was looking great. And we're just like, yes, he's going to live forever. And, and to have him pass away so suddenly. I mean, this is the most prolific death of a celebrity. I will ever live through. Uh, I'm pretty sure like just the impact. If you're a two game mats fan, who's not super into musical theater that just the impact that this human being had not just on Broadway, not just as musical theater as a medium, but just as on art as, as, as as art. It's just, it's so monumental that I truly like don't have words to mm. to come up with and so I will definitely come up short in this two game ads video when it comes to expressing my feelings. I mean, and it's just so crazy because I don't know what's going on on your social media feeds, mm. but l- when I say literally everything on my feeds, Twitter, Facebook, it's still all it's been over 48 hours it's yeah. still all Steven Sondheim stuff just people being like I love this lyric yeah. <laughs> you know I, I'm seeing a
0: lot of lyrics floating about that I always I'm just attributing to Mr. Sondheim yeah because it seems like that's what's happening um you know I I, I did you know I had my first run-in with Mr.
1: Sondheim doing Into the Woods Jr. back in the day as Rapunzel's Prince please clap <laughs> we all love it. Matt Palmer as Rapunzel's Prince, ladies and gentlemen. But
0: I know that he meant so much to you. And so yeah. I am sorry. I know it was. I, and I also feel like even though he was 91, so if you're not plugged in, you could be like, well, why is this shocking? The fact that he was so recently in public and announcing an upcoming musical that he's working on, I think even his lawyer said that it was very unexpected when he announced his passing. I can see why the musical theater world is very shaken up at the
1: moment. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and and um, I mean, just not. It's so interesting when, because you know, an actor dies and all their, you know, there's the work, but like when a creator of some, like, mm. not to say that being an actor is not being a creator, you know, but like he had such a distinct and amazing philosophy of writing and writing musical theaters specifically mm. that you know it, it's you know you people like. Have his The books Finishing the hat And look I made a hat Which is literally All of his lyrics Where he like Dissects all of them And they like They read from it As if it's You know This like philosophical work I mean at the tribute today At TKTS Where many Broadway cast members Sang his song Sunday in Times Square Lin-Manuel Marie- Miranda Was of course Like up there With uh, the second Look I made a hat um, Reading from it As if it was like The Ten Commandments <laughs> On like <laughs> The slate or something Right You know it, it He and his desire to always like push the medium of musical theater forward. Constantly and to constantly reinvent himself and to try new things, he he really is such an inspiration to anyone who creates anything. Even if you're not a musical theater creator or a mm-hmm. musical theater artist, just what he believed in and what he fought for was so inspiring, and in how he he saw the world It's just it's it's just so inspiring, you know, to, to us as creators and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just emotionally exhausted. I like went home and I watched the national. Uh, theater uh, uh, recording of uh, Follies that was mm. in London. And I was just like, Oh God, <laughs> you know, I, I, and I've just been listening to him on loop for God knows how many hours now. Yeah. So it's, it's truly, truly crazy. Um, and, but you know, we will just have to keep on moving on it, as he would say. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. And so, um, yeah, it's just crazy that he passed away right after, Tick tick boom I know I was and thinking right that And right before West Side Story Right Like the fact that he is His passing is sandwiched In between mm. Those did two things Did he work things. on West Side Story oh, he, he was the lyricist okay. Of West Side Story It was his first Broadway um, Credit um, He just did the lyrics He was 25 though So it's like Jeez. That is Insanely young Totally But of course He was also a protege To Oscar Hammerstein II Who of course In my mind Is the most brilliant Human being Who's ever walked The face <laughs> of the planet uh, I'm a Rogers and Hammerstein Stan, Stan I have to say um, But um And so so he he got his foot in the door very, very early. He was very lucky. I mean, they were I my friend Lewis said on Twitter, like they were doing lifetime like tributes to him in like the mid seventies when he like just you know released, you know, had company and follies and a little night music and everything so early into his career people were doing like tribute lifetime tributes to him. Like that he is such a prolific human being. And um Yeah, I'm going to, you know, have to see Tick, Tick, Boom again and cry all the way through it. And then when I see West Side Story, I'm just going to be like, oh, God. And the fact that his voice is in Tick, Tick, Boom, just as like the I mean, spoiler alert, guys! (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert, um, his voice is in there as a voice message. Um, is sort of like he's like this little guardian angel like that's his final thing that mm. he did like leaving a message of just inspiration and he actually wrote that message himself. oh wow yeah because originally in the script it was written some way and he was and just, this is like, just for the movie he did it yeah oh wow and that's he's beautiful. like i'm gonna i'm gonna rewrite this, gonna so, it this sounds, so it sounds like something i would say <laughs> um but yeah oh and also i love everyone is sharing all like he would often write letters back to people if they would write letters to him and mm-hmm. People are sharing the letters he would write, and they're so funny. Really, he's so hilarious and ridiculous. Just like I guess, go on Twitter and search "Stephen Sondheim letter." They're all funny, and some people are like starting to write like fake ones as well, and those ones are (laughs) really funny funny too. too. (laughs) But they're just like something that he would kind of say. Like it's very much like "Thank you so much for the wonderful recording of your music." I hope I get around to it. I might not. (laughs) <laughs> you know, because people would send him stuff of their own and he'd right. be like, I might not get around might to not. this But you know, thanks for sending it to me.
0: Well, may he rest. You know, the two gay Matt send him and his family all the love we Absolutely. have Absolutely. Know. It's
1: it's it's gonna it's be very a, sad. a long life without him. Yes.
0: <laughs> um well speaking of uh musical, you know, staples for the world, the Grammys. We're nominated, the, the nominations were announced, excuse me. Yes. And there are a million of them in the general categories for some reason.
1: I, I feel like <laughs> as the years have gone on, there have just been more and more and more. Well, we'll in get each to it, but
0: apparently the New York Times has revealed that the Grammys expanded its four main categories 24 hours before their announcement. Oh. And they can tell, then they have the list of the things that were not originally going to be nominated. And oh, dude. no. <laughs> I know, which no, is just like. Because then,
1: then they know that that's not going to win. Well,
0: they're out there. So, oh, anyway.
1: come on. Really? You can't reveal that. I
0: mean, it's out there already. So, we have a million. Um, Record of the year. We have... Um, I, I'll just talk about a couple of them because, again, we have so many. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, I Get a Kick Out of You, Justin Bieber, Daniel Caesar, and Gibby on Peaches, Peaches, uh, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Montero, Driver's License, Leave the Door Open. Um, Album of the year uh, includes... Oh, this isn't even the full list because... Yeah. This is the beginning of the list. Happier than ever. Uh, Justin Bieber, Justice, Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga. I feel like, well, Doja Cat planted her. Also, Donda by Kanye West and Taylor Swift's Evermore are nominated.
1: And so is Sour. And, and so is Sour. And so is Montero. Oh, great. I did, I know this because I was uh, in a restaurant as the Grammy nominations were happening. So yeah. uh, I was watching them live, uh, but I wasn't watching them with sound on like mm. Twitter. Yeah. And so you know how the video plays and everything. And for some reason, for uh, Album of the Year, only five names were listed oh. visually, but they still announced all the names. So oh. I was like, wait, Sour wasn't nominated, <laughs> and I was having a heart attack. Well, I'm glad. Who are you rooting for Sour for Album of the Year? I would say so. I, I mean, mean, it's it's excellent. It's, it is, it's Sour. It I mean, is Sour. And it feels weird saying this because she's a brand new artist, totally. and she's so young. But so is Billie Eilish. That's I mean, true. Although I, Billie Eilish was... And like Phineas, her brother, who she worked with on, on that album, really like we're kind of like pushing yes. sound in a very new direction. So I could see that winning more so than like a sour, which as excellent as it is, isn't the most like no, revelatory It's just like sound. revisiting
0: sound that we grew up with and we love very much and but it's, it's, it's done so beautifully. it's so good. It is, <laughs> <So> great. <it's, laughs> it and is and great. It is great. And
1: it was such a hit album. Giant. So, But also I could see maybe, um, maybe Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett because, I mean, yeah. it's- It'll be know. his last- it's his last thing. It would be amazing to yeah. see, and, and I hear it's a lovely album yeah. and everything. So, would you like to hear the uh, the nominations
0: that were added? Oh my god, please! Well, <laughs> but first of all, I want to say like I thought Donda got bad reviews. I believe it did, which is why it was one of the nominations that was added. All right, <laughs> along with Taylor Swift's Evermore. Okay, it was added a Song of the Year, "Kiss Me More" by Doja Cat and "Right on Time" by Brandi Carlile were added. Record of the Year, I find this first one surprising that it was added, Montero. Was not originally nominated for record of the for year. Record of
1: the year, and it's like that. that to means that's like one of the biggest that's, songs of the year. I know.
0: I can't imagine why it would not have been nominated. So I'm glad it's there. Yeah. I guess it's not winning. Unless I guess I don't know how this works. Is there another round of voting now that the nominations are out? I would assume so. Maybe, yes. Maybe.
1: Maybe. I, I. I don't. It's kind of. I don't know if they do it like the Academy, mm. where like everyone nominates and everyone votes, or they're. I mean, depending on your branch, uh, but also there's the Tony Awards, which there's a separate nominating committee that nominates, oh, and, and then, then, then the theater wing, which is a separate entity. Vote. I think so actually that's, that's what weird. happens.
0: I think the okay. voting block is different than the nomination block. Like everyone gets to put up things for nomination, but the actual like Grammy people vote on the winners. I assume I the Grammys are bullshit, as you all know. <laughs> ever since Mariah lost that year, Daydream, I'm still mad about it. They're bullshit, but we'll see. Um, so I just think it is very odd that they have been expanded so much because it feels like there are so many artists that got nominated so many times. Like I think Olivia Rodrigo got seven, John Baptiste got like eleven. And I and it's not like I feel like this is bad, but it just kind of like lessens the impact a little bit as mm. like if there are so many nominations in these general categories it feels like less of a special thing like i just feel like expanding it i understand why it happens on these award shows but keeping things to five like is that so bad like people there are going to be upsets people are going to get snubbed or whatever but i feel like that is better than like let's just give everybody a nomination to make everybody happy
1: well i do wonder if um it's also because it so many people can easily release music now. True. You know, people can release music independently now, whereas, like, in years prior, decades prior, uh, they haven't been able to do that. Right, so but I'm, I'm imagining few to no independent artists got nominated. Of course, <laughs> of course, yeah, but I feel like there's more musical content out there in to the be world. consumed sure. and to possibly become a hit or possibly get on radars of Grammy voters. Mm. So, so uh, uh, I mean, I, I do hear what you're saying, but, like, I understand maybe... Maybe they should be expanded, but that's mm. ex- expanded by a lot. It's by a lot. Like that's by like, like there are so many like new artist Grammy nominations. Like,
0: I, I can't, I, I can't read all like, these artists. I feel like I'm
1: nominated for Honestly, best Boy, new artist. Congratulations. Thank <laughs> you. I deserve I mean, you it. mean, Phineas do look a little alike. We could be brothers. We could be brothers. Yeah. Why, why isn't he getting me? If he's my brother, why is he just getting Billy the Grammy? <laughs> Sorry,
0: Grammys? Billy's the star. Hook
1: me up, Phineas. Write some show tunes for me to perform. <laughs> I love a patter song with very limited vocal range. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> very specific. <laughs> And in the least surprising news of the year, Adele's 30 has debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. Uh, She's had the largest first week of anyone this year, of course, 839,000 equivalent album units, which means like the sales plus the streams. I think it was over 600,000 actual sales, but it, and which is amazing and obviously the biggest of the year. I think she has sold more in that initial week than anyone has sold of an album in the past 11 months, which is just like iconic. Okay. (laughs) But it's also like, so, are we just never going to live through an a million selling album in its first week again? Ooh. Is that just a thing of the past? I don't the, know. If Adele can't do it, nobody, no current artist can. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. We got to do it. We got to do it. When Phineas makes his album for me,
0: mm-hmm. I'm oh, going to do it. I love that. Of the two of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You will be releasing An album that Sells over a million copies I
1: I figured I thought <laughs> It's so funny I thought you were saying oh Of the two of us Meaning between you And Phineas That Phineas will be no. The one helping me With the album oh, well, As of opposed to you No
0: I feel like You and Phineas Are going to work Great together <laughs> Oh I wow
1: think, You don't want to Write a song for me I mean I don't really Do patter or Emotionally close <laughs> <laughs> We give him range
0: darling Let's jump him up An octave in the chorus How
1: about you And Phineas collab we'll Like bark. you write He'll produce okay. And I will be In the recording studio and being like mm, Can't hit that Can we change it can't, why, why are we sitting on G's Matt Palmer I this don't gonna, do well on a G It's gonna
0: be like Sierra's goodies All over again One note and excellent oh, I can do that And guys. one two step Both excellent songs I can sing those songs I, I, And I can sleep.
1: perform The shit out of those songs That's
0: true Hope the audience Is like as, faces Just as Sierra could too Just so we're clear yeah, Sierra I a performer
1: Of course yes. But like We're very different performers I don't want to compare Myself to Sierra Yeah
0: you're not a dancer
1: <laughs> I can dance You move well I do yes I would call myself an excellent mover that's what I say at auditions for musical theater (laughs) they're like how's your dancing and I'm like I'm an excellent 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 mover don't ask me to turn
0: (laughs) and then do they immediately ask you to leave like what happens after that
1: (laughs) no they're just like we'll just go to this dance call and see how you do and I don't do well (laughs) do you go to the call though yeah okay good that's good yeah Uh, yeah. and I'm always like pissed I'm always like god damn it Well,
0: I mean, in a bit more... Well, also, wait, I just heard this as well. Oh, my God, it's going to be the second single on Adele instead of I Drink Wine. Oh. Iconic. Okay, good. Yes. (laughs) It's just like all is right in the world. And um, speaking of all being right in the world, all too well. Taylor's version, 10-minute version, is the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100. And if there's any great thing, there's a million great things that come out of uh, the re-release and all that Taylor has to do to get control of her masters. But the fact that we can reward the songs that deserve to be rewarded at Mm. the time, we can say All Too Well is a number one hit. It It feels like when All I Want for Christmas is You became number one, it's like... Yes, it should have been number one all along. All Too Well has touched so many people, so many lives. This is a song that's deserving of the top spot. I look at the Billboard chart some weeks and I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> at the top spot. And even though that music video or short film, which we haven't discussed a lot, is. A little ridiculous. (laughs) That song is lovely and perfect. The 10-minute version, I am liking more and more as I'm listening to it. Oh my God, it's incredible. Because sometimes, initially... And I still feel this way that we do need both versions, but I just am finding myself returning to that 10 minute version so often it is the longest number one song in history over mm-hmm. 10 minutes beating I believe it was American Pie mm-hmm. that was the longest prior to so
1: congrats to both the ladies that we just reviewed. It's amazing <laughs> because it's all too well was a song that just the Taylor fans just love so so yes. much and it's so nice that it's finally getting the airplay, so that the general public who doesn't you know follow Taylor Swift yes. at, at every breath like how we do um, they suddenly know it now because they should know it because i feel like people who don't follow taylor swift they're just like oh she just writes like shake it off exactly and stuff. Like she, she just you know writes the, like the the catchy songs and everything and but it's just like no no she is a fucking artist she's Joni mitchell bitch she, yes she can destroy you Honestly. with a flick of her guitar
0: i've gotten multiple texts this week that are just like all Too Well is so fantastic, and I had no idea. I've never listened to the song before in my life.
1: Yes, and it's like it's always been fantastic. <laughs> it's always been fantastic. But now you know. Now you know. Now you're welcome.
0: You know. And thank you, Taylor. <laughs> but you're welcome from me. <laughs> um, Coming out, Colton's coming out. <laughs> I saw that, girl. <laughs> See that that uh poster of him yeah. in that backwards hat? Still mask. Still mask. Might be gay, but I'm still mask. Don't uh, worry, guys. Coming to Netflix December 3rd. Chronicles Colton's coming out story as he reveals he is gay to his family and friends with cameras following his journey. He also addresses the controversy that surrounded him coming out. Okay. Oh, I'm glad it's being addressed. Let's
1: go, Colton. I Did, did I talk on the podcast how I am good friends with someone who... I think the, you I think did. I about, yeah. I, I texted him when the title came out. I was like... Girl what's the, <laughs> I was like What's this Without title uh, But I What else would you
0: call it Honestly, I don't know Let's you know. get straight to the point With that Like this is what we're doing Coming bye.
1: out Colton i guess it's better than colton coming out <laughs> you know because it's more he's coming out as himself the true yeah. colton right which is lovely yeah you know uh, i
0: i think it's interesting the gay guides are not do you think they've been cut out because of the negative feedback i haven't heard anything about the gay guides and there was so much talk of the gay guides initially when we heard about this netflix project i hope they haven't been scrubbed from the show that's all i'm saying okay
1: okay okay <laughs> okay you know i know okay (laughs) but but i'm like you're not
0: responding because uh, you know because uh i i can't say you've never been this quiet in our entire lives together so clearly you know something okay 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 Okay. (laughs) i love it okay is your response okay okay well i'm excited to see it i hope that it uh goes well for him i feel like people are still mad about it and like I th- again think it's gonna do more good than harm, and so I'm not super mad at him or mad that this is happening. Uh, but I'll watch and see.
1: Oh, I'm very interested to watch to see how they address the 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 problematic thing yes. about him stalking his ex girlfriend yes. and everything. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see the dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Like if afterwards, if I'll think differently about that situation or I I would assume like I'll have a little more empathy towards it, but I'll still probably just be like, "Mm."
0: I I, I would love to hear from her, but that feels like a reach to me. I feel like if I were Cassie and like Colton was like, hey, can you be on my show so I can clear my name? I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) You know? So I'd love to hear from her directly. Maybe she'll have a tell interview that comes out the same day, but Either way, um, you know, I want more coming out. So I hope that the coming out story inspires younger people to come out and feel safe and feel seen and all of that. Yes. Uh, and sorry, I'll go quick. I know you don't watch The Bachelor, but in sad Bachelor news, Taysha and Zach broke up. And a lot of these couples I don't trust, I don't believe in, I thought they were going to make it. I'm sorry. They ran the marathon together. But then it's like, did Zach make Taysha run the marathon? That's kind of being tossed around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I- I just am. I just am like on the. He's like a. Recu- he's in recovery, and she was so supportive of that. And she is nothing but kind and wonderful and sunny and nice. And I don't know. I just wanted them to make it, and they didn't. And so I'm sad. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry too. You
1: know. <laughs> but I mean, this just proves a fact: big brother I, couples last longer. Uh, (laughs) Sorry Are What's their face Still together Derek and Claire You betcha they are They are going strong They posted some pictures Today I bet
0: they did (laughs) If I knew anything About them They love a photo shoot
1: Everyone Hey everyone wants A photo shoot From America's Sweethearts That we've all
0: Forgotten their names I have not I know you haven't
1: Derek X and Claire
0: yeah, What's she was her, your fucking favorite. It starts too. with an
1: R, her last name. Rifus? Something like that. I, I think. I forget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in Last Bachelorette News, this is just a funny story. So, The Last Bachelorette, Katie, um, picked a guy that essentially was her third choice because her top two choices left on their own. And oh. uh, so she picked this guy, Blake, who was on a previous season, of The Bachelorette. And they were together for like six months or something, announced their breakup. And soon thereafter, announced that she is dating. And the thing is, soon thereafter, she started the thing where she's like, what if I did this messy thing where I go through all of the songs on Taylor Swift's Red and assign a song to each of the guys from my season? And I was like, okay, okay, like I don't get why we're doing this. She starts with, we are never getting back together with the guy that she was engaged to. Mm-hmm. She goes through the guys' songs and songs. What do you think
1: the last song she plays is? Uh, all Too Well? Or... Begin again. Oh, beginning oh, again. Okay. Did she go through the Taylor's version of She of goes that? through the Taylor's
0: version. And it's only That's 12 because lo- there's only 12 guys on the season. Okay. Uh, and she. So she ends,
1: begin again, like the regular album. She ends,
0: begin again with a montage of her with another guy from her season. That oh. She's currently dating. And she kicked off night two. <laughs> <laughs> night two and it's like John Hershey or if that's your name sir he seems like a lovely man you know he's a cute like Asian man and he seems to love her very much he's very cute very cute but it's like
1: Katie why'd she kick him off night two I don't know
0: he's it, cute he, he does cute. kick him off I mean clearly it all worked out for them but it's also like it's just the timing looks a little bad. Like, it just mm. is like, I hope they're good together and happy together. Because I do like her in general. I think he seems great. But it's just like, that breakup announcement happened so
1: recently. Did you like the winner who she ended up choosing? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> but, like, it just felt like you guys would like to have sex. It just seemed like there was a sexual chemistry and not anything else. Um, so I'm not sad for him for that reason. But it's just, it's a little quick. It was like the whole Porsche you know Simon thing when she okay. you know it just the optics weren't great which by the way Portia's spinoff show started tonight I watched the first one minute or like three minutes of it and it's all about the situation I'm like if I had a, my own spinoff show why would I make it about like hey remember when everyone hated me for this amount of time and how I stole this woman's husband let's talk about it for eight
1: episodes you know she's giving the people what they want to see I mean that's am I tuning in yes it's <laughs> so, like coming out Colton it's I know. just like he's just like look everyone wants to see me talk about this it's true scandal that happened this thing that I did so let's at least try to humanize it in some yeah, sort of way let's do it and see things from my perspective yeah okay this story
0: is sad but like also very weird did you hear about this Wendy Williams thing
1: no so
0: she has not returned to her show they've had uh guest hosts for uh since it's come back this fall apparently it's doing very well in the ratings but reportedly she is confined to a wheelchair and suffering early signs of dementia and it's like wait. What? What? Like, I know that she uh, had addiction issues. And I don't know if this is something that can be a side effect of that kind of thing. But early signs of dementia seems... Because she's what? 50? Yeah. It just is, like, shocking and terrifying and so sad. But I would... I. I just can't imagine if, if there's a doctor out there Who can tell us How this can happen To a person so young mm-hmm. Please let us know
1: Like early Like early onset Like Alzheimer's type thing Or just like dementia It says dementia Okay The word used in the article Is dementia That's so horrifying Especially coming from someone Who's you know A radio host And then a talk right. show host Who is so up on pop culture Because right. like when you're that person You you are with it And you are just like I know everything about everything right. And I remember Oh I remember when so and so Did this a couple years ago
0: And it's like to begin To lose that must be so Heartbreaking Yeah So you know I, I want good things For her When
1: did they Discover this Does it say? I mean
0: It's She The show got delayed Before it started back up Um Because she was having Some sort of health issues That were kind of Not discussed And not disclosed Fairly Um But this whole like confined to a wheelchair dementia thing feels out of left field. Mm -hmm. Like I assumed it was more like kind of addiction related. And maybe this is that. But I don't I don't know. I just I just was very shocked to see that headline. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sorry. And happier news. This is us cast is getting a seven figure bonuses as head of their final season. All of them? All, the seven that I believe began... Because um, Lord knows I didn't. The main <laughs> adult... And I was going go to say bonus. that could have been you because <laughs> the main adult cast saw pay raises this past summer heading into the upcoming sixth and final season. Uh, it was initially met with resistance, but it's like, what, what can you do? <laughs> so they agreed to a $2 million cash bonus for each of the seven original cast members and a $1 million bonus for fellow series regular Huertas, who is... Um, kind of came in a little bit later than the 7 that started it as like a main re- series regular but apparently the rest of the cast wanted you know payment equity between all of them so they split up the money that he didn't receive so that everyone's on the same level but it's like man i knew i mean i know this is us is a giant hit but that's that's really <laughs> real money i mean because bo- that's just bonus it's not like your salary oh yeah
1: well wild oh, could have been me it really could have been. been me if, we I, that if i wasn't cut out i would have a hairstylist
0: spinoff come on
1: come on hairstylist this is her this is this <laughs> is her <laughs>
0: that's the thing that would be the intro it would be a remix to adele saying that um is there anything else that we really need to say there's a, a gay santa claus uh commercial where, like, Santa Claus is gay and falls in love with a man. Hot. Have I watched it? No, but I'm happy it exists and people cool. are mad about it. It's from, it's a Norwegian Christmas ad. Is there any uh, other. Yeah. New- yes. Yas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other uh, news for idiots that I may have missed?
1: I don't believe so. Okay, so
0: should we take a little break? Let's take a little break. We're going to take a little break and we'll be back soon with more 2K Mats.
1: Art isn't easy. Everyone- Art is never easy. <laughs> It was a Sondheim quote and you just oh, I don't. didn't acknowledge it.
0: I'm sorry. I don't know all of his quotes, but may he
1: rest. Remember that time last week when you talked about... All right. To- I was not you- going <laughs> to mention that. Okay. <laughs> you- I feel bad forever i will not
0: <laughs> but i wasn't going to mention it i was not going to like make light of a man's past. <laughs> okay
1: okay <laughs> all right well we are on to email my heart this is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have you can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gay mats at gmail.com to spell t-w-o, spelled T-W-O um, yes. or you could comment below if you're watching this on youtube so, this question comes to us from Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Uh, Zoe's, the subject line is something I can't really oh, read. Oh, I can read it. It says Matt Palmer was right. It's meaning not, it is. It's not in a language <laughs> I understand. It is the
0: best email we've ever received. <laughs> Zoe, number one. Thank you so Zoe, much. No comprende. Um, <laughs>
1: hi, Matt. A favorite quote that Matt Palmer said in a podcast or YouTube video that I tell everyone was, you know you're old when you realize pop music isn't made for you anymore. Facts. And then and Adele's 30 happened and made me feel like I got my groove back. LOL. <laughs> what music or musical speaks to you differently now, now that you're in your 30s? Ooh, that's a great question. I find this question to be an attack. <laughs> How dare you reveal that we're in a certain decade, I even feel, though we, we've said it before I was going to say, times. I don't think
0: it's much of a reveal. It's public information. I don't
1: like to hear it out of other people's mouths. Okay.
0: Well, Matthew, <laughs> is there a piece of art that hits you differently now as oh, a god. 30 something.
1: Oh god, mm. I truly don't know. I'm trying to think if there's a musical. I mean, oh, come back to me, Jesus. Okay, come back to you. <laughs> They're like an I'm album essentially.
0: Um it's hard because I've been listening to music for 30-year-olds my entire life. Like, I, my earliest memories are like listening to the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack where, you know, Mary J. Blige is not going to cry about her husband cheating on her and I was right there with her. So, mm. I mean, yes, maybe as things I've gotten... Uh, Older and been in more romantic relationships, things are a little harder in that way. Like if I listened to a Butterfly or a, you know, Mia Mariah, you know, Mm. I mean, I guess I was old when that album came out too, but whatever, I mean, I can connect more with the lyrics, but I feel like I've always been able to put myself in those shoes because that's so much of what music was about growing up that I, it never felt like, it didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it always felt like, oh, this is real in someone's actual experience, even if it was not mine yet. I'd always was like, oh. I'm not going to cry either. <laughs> like, I get it. I just got it.
1: You know, there are so many, you know, musicals that resonate with me differently or there are certain moments in musicals that impact me differently emotionally as time goes on, but not necessarily because I'm older, but maybe because I'm wiser and there's mm. just more new things happening in the news cycle, like certain aspects of historical musicals like Ragtime mm. and, and Assassins and, and stuff like that and Titan things that... That read differently to me because I know more about the world now like to bring it back to Sondheim like the into the woods of it all. That's a musical. I find that I can discover new things Mm. about myself and about other people with each time I hear a song A, a new time You know it, every, I'm just constantly uh, You know Interpreting things In different ways And it just has So much depth to it And everything Sun- And obviously Like as I grow And develop As an artist Sunday in the Park With George Obviously Or bringing up again uh, You know Has grown to mean So much more to me I will say Like Tick Tick Boom The first We talked about it Last week But when I heard it When I was a teenager I was yeah. like Oh that's cool Right But like Now that I'm You know The whole first number Is just like Oh fuck I'm turning 30. And so clearly hearing that again recently was just like, okay, so (laughs) this, that hits me very differently now in a a way that didn't hit me when I was uh, a teenager and heard it for the first time. So that's, I would say that's an answer uh, that I can give to Zoe that is directly linked to hitting my thirties specifically. Right. Cause it's literally a song about turning thirties. Um, I'm still like, and I, I love company so much. Like company is a brilliant musical, but I'm mm. still waiting for it to really hit me. Like how it hits other people. I'm still not at that age yet. I don't think how old are those characters. The, well, in the, um, Oh, what age does he turn? Like 31 or something or 35. Mm. I forget. Um, but uh turning that age in the 70s was very different from turning that age uh, now. Um so I imagine my late 30s is when I'll really be like fuck company <laughs> fuck fuck. Well, um, I look forward to talking about that on this show. I mean, I love it so much already now, but like Clearly. I just know. It's coming. It's coming. All right. In my late 30s, All which right. I am nowhere near. Now, I wouldn't.
0: Know. <laughs> You're not nowhere near. 19 is nowhere near. <laughs> listen, listen.
1: So Screw you. Matt Palmer was not
0: right. <laughs> Matt Palmer, right again. Matt Steele, I have a yes. question for you. Yes. What has been giving you moments, darling?
1: Okay, so before I left for Austin, I saw another movie. Shock. Uh, I know. It, sorry, guys. This is the time when all of the movies Oscar are coming season. out. It is Oscar season. So uh, I saw... Uh, A new film directed by Jane Campion, who hasn't directed a film, like a feature film since like 2009, I think. Um, She's a big time director. She directed The Piano back in 1993. She won the Palme d'Or for The Piano. Um, And it's a film called The Power of the Dog. It's getting a lot of Oscar buzz this year, especially in the Best Director category. Mm. And it is a... Western movie. Oh I know and Western still loves a western. I, I westerns are I are like I said about like sci-fi, it's like the wires don't connect sometimes for me. And I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? I mean the second a guy gets on a horse, I get off the ride. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? Um but this western was fucking excellent really? it is about um a pair of brothers who own you know a ranch and uh they're very successful very rich one brother is very gruff and um for lack of a better term gross and disgusting and <laughs> you know toxi- how you really feel. <laughs> toxic masculinity galore mm. and um and the other brother is a little more sensitive and everything and Uh, The other brother gets married to a woman who has a very effeminate son. Mm. And this this other brother, who's just a total asshole, who's played by Benedict Cumberbatch. um, uh, He's just a jerk and just terrorizes his wife and is just a jerk to her son and everything. And it's it's a it's an incredibly, incredibly slow burn. But the way Jane Campion builds Tension in this movie is so masterful Like the entire The entire second half You're just like Something's happening But I don't know what Something's (laughs) happening But I don't know what Something is brewing A plan is being hatched Something is happening But I don't know what But I'm so invested Also there's some you know homo erotic <laughs> things going on right. and so of course me I'm just like oh <laughs> <laughs> you know because you know, I'm just like what's going to happen what's going to happen And but I, even if you know I wasn't a flaming homosexual watching that it would still just be like what is happening and mm. you don't find out until like the very end Whoa. what has happened but you're still just like fuck yes that was what happening I remember all the details that she put in there and it's really really <laughs> well done. I'm sorry I hate to butt in. Yes, The homoeroticism
0: isn't between the two brothers, isn't it? No, oh, okay. god. <laughs> just making sure I don't know what happens in this movie, I don't no. know what the whole
1: theme is. I just wanted to hear that from you. No, 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 it's not. Thank much, you. Oh my god, no, this isn't. No, I didn't know <laughs> um, I wanted to be safe. Um, and you know, I would not be have, hey. having to be giving my me moments. This Everyone week. likes it what was. they like, it's okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. The performances are excellent. Kirsten Dunst is finally probably going to get her first Oscar nomination. She's never been nominated. She's never been nominated. That's crazy. I know. So I, I could definitely see her getting nominated for this. Um, really, really great performances. Beautifully shot. I I really loved it. I thought it was. Okay. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was excellent work. All right, excellent. We love
0: that. Congratulations. Excellent. I'm glad excellent. you liked it. Uh, yeah. Um, for me, I don't have anything major, but uh, certain things are giving me moments, and you know. I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. As mm. we all know, uh. what did to Mariah, I'll never forgive. You but, do love super bass though. I do love super bass. <laughs> I love several of her songs. And but stupid her as, Ho. I do. Several of her songs I love, but her, I can't, you know, co-sign. But I must say, this fourth episode of the Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion that was hosted and moderated by Nicki Minaj, Excellent. It's just so great seeing someone who come on who is so clearly a fan of the show and doesn't have to be impartial like Andy Cohen kind of does and just be like, were you not just doing that for more camera time? Or like, you know what you said sounded ridiculous, right? And it's like, that is what we as the viewers want to hear. I wonder if he, if Andy feels a little like nervous about how good her reunion performance was because the people are going to want different people that are not as, you know, tied to the Housewives franchise to host these reunions so they can really ask the hard questions and really be the mouthpiece for the fans, which I feel like he can be to a certain extent, but they're also his employees. So, like, he can't really go in like Nicki Minaj does. So, I thought it was really great, really brilliant. I also want to say, Insecure is really picking up. I haven't even finished the episode tonight, but I'm very invested. These past two, I really feel like we're getting somewhere. I can't believe there are only four more left. Like, don't talk to me about it. I'm oh my devastated, God. truly, but it is a great, great season. Um, I also... What else did I watch that I really... Oh, we watched uh, the first two episodes, or probably more by now. We watched the beginning of 12 Dates of Christmas, season two, and I just want everyone to watch this show. I feel like... No No one's talking about it. No one knows it's back. No one watched it last season. They have two queer leads, guys. They have a gay male lead and a gay woman lead and one straight guy. And it's just campy, ridiculous, fun dating. It's like, for all those people who complain that there are never, you know, that the bachelor or bachelorette never has a gay lead, this is the show for you. It's also Christmas themed. They're running around in this giant house that's snow covered and onesies. They're like, you know, sledding and doing shit. It's just you like. You and
1: the onesies. I you love see it. a onesie I on TV it. and you, it's just like stars in your eyes. I mean, come on. Again. That was, was why you were so excited to I see for the first time it premiered last gay year.
0: Gay dating, Christmas onesies. I'm in. It literally is like the show i need and i need people to watch it so that it remains a show on air okay okay because i feel like it's just not getting it's due and i can't have that because i i think it's lovely it's fun it's light it's frothy you like it it's on hbo max waiting for you right now
1: we need froth guys we do a heavy week has been heavy Heavy, heavy. heavy. we were both thinking it (laughs) (laughs)
0: not steven sondheim
1: not not sondheim no. No. no 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 Bill Condon.
0: (laughs) I'm kidding. Bill Condon did not write. I know that. I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, is there anything else we need to tell the people before we say goodbye today? We
1: love you all. All the Sondheim stands out there. Yes. Hang tight. Listen to your faves. Yes. Matt Steele is thinking of you. I am thinking of you. create new things. Absolutely. Whatever they may be.
0: And it'll be beautiful and wonderful. We can't wait to hear it, see it, ingest it, and love it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye.